This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. What you doing? Trying on glasses with Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Wait, are those the actual prices? I say get all of them. Seriously, why not, right? Oh, now I want new glasses. Zenny.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by... Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD. What we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together, as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD, or CBD distillate, tends to be more potent and lasts longer, which is what we're talking about here. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally Hemp CBD distillate is baked in, so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things, like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors. Uh, strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and, get this, the orange flavor has vitamin C in it. Ooh. So... If this sounds like something you could go for, head over to your nearest Create-A-Sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference Naturally Hemp's gummies can make in your life. More diabolical than an Eric Rowan lookalike, we're coming back to you here with another episode of Headlock Talk. Here, this week, we're breaking down the new Wednesday Night Wars updated King of the Ring brackets, and so much more. So stick around. It's going to be great. We are back. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody, back to another episode of Headlock Talk. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. Uh, we're coming to you back here with uh, a really interesting show. Yeah. A very interesting show, indeed. Uh, there's a lot that's happened here in the week. Uh, it, obviously, uh, we're going to definitely break down what's going to be the new Wednesday Night Wars mm. here. NXT going head-to-head with AEW. That's going to be spicy. a spicy affair. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so, um, very much looking forward to that, but we've got a lot of other good stuff. Yes, Steve? Me. You're pointing at me. Oh, yes, me. I am indeed, of course, the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt. And as always, to my right, my right hand man, the man with the plan, my partner in crime, the man with the power, the man of the hour. Mm. The one and the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. What's up, man? What's going on, Stephen? <laughs> Nothing much. Yeah? Yeah. Good times. 
um, so yes, a jam-packed show here, and I can't think of a better way to kick this thing off here, but to talk a little bit about uh, New Japan's West Coast tour right mm. now uh, with the exciting. Super J Cup. Yeah, yeah, very interesting stuff going on here, uh, particularly in the Tacoma, Washington show, uh, which was. Uh, by all accounts from what I've read in live reports, was an amazing show. Mm. Uh, it was one of those kinds of shows where every match just adds something a little bit different. You know, so you had, like, you know, um, uh, matches where there's, like, uh, I think TJP faced off one of against one of the L.A. Dojo Young Lions. I think it was Clark Connors, actually. Mm. Uh, so, you know, you get, like, a kind of uh, inexperienced versus experienced wrestler kind of dynamic there. Yeah. You know, you had uh, feuds like Robbie Eagles and uh, El Fantasmo uh, exploding into life. Mm. And then, of course, there's a dream match between Will Ospreay and The Amazing Red, mm. uh, you know, which is a dream match for Will Ospreay. And uh, from what I've heard, uh, it, it's gone, uh, it was like a half an hour classic, <laughs> which was awesome. Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. Yeah. This is a. Uh... This is the series of shows that will be available next month, correct? Yes, they will be available in September. So okay. uh, if you're looking online on New Japan World for them right now, you will not find them. Mm. Uh, but in September, they will become available, and uh, I think it will be a good time had by all. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to check out that uh, Will Ospreay match. Yeah, it'll be great. Very good stuff indeed. Um, then, of course, um, we did uh, also see... Okay, Tanner, take your time. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, no, we uh, we actually on the Brainbuster Radio uh, summer stream, which took place actually um, yesterday, uh, which would have been Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just a shout out to all the guys and gals who participated, in it, and and of course uh, a sincere thank you to anybody who. Uh, tuned in and watched. Unfortunately, Steve and I just couldn't make it due to scheduling conflicts. Uh, but yeah, scheduling conflicts in the wrestling world never happen, r- r- right? Yeah. <laughs> Card subject to change. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, big shout outs and thank you to all who donated as well for great causes for pets and vets. So um, thank you guys uh, for all the fine support there. Yes, and thank keep, you. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and keep tuning in to Brain Buster Radio uh, each and every week. You find us on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's Tuesdays in Texas. Tuesdays in Texas with, you know, Headlock Talk. Indeed. Um, but yeah, th- you know, you get daily drops on Brain Buster Radio, uh, new episodes, content creators, this fantastic lineup. So oh, definitely yeah. check that out. Um, we actually have a great show uh, for for uh, for next Tuesday's episode, so uh, tune in for that one. Yes. We're, we're previewing uh, all of the August thirty first shows. So yes, it, that's a stacked weekend, man. It's yeah. gonna be crazy. Yeah, I have no idea how I'm gonna cope, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm sure I'll make it. I think there's also if you're if you're a UFC fan, there, you've got UFC that you would be watching that weekend oh, too. Man, I think yeah. Hmm crazy stuff yeah um but yes uh certainly uh keep your peepers peeled uh for the will osprey amazing red match once that becomes available on new japan world in september indeed mm-hmm. now uh last week on brain radio or or no 
No, we did it on our channel. Was I, it ours? Yeah, it was ours. Okay. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm just all over the place after we did that episode for uh, you know the preview show. Lots of content. Lots of content. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, we did our new game here, What Are the Odds, mm. uh, uh, last week in regards to the King of the Ring brackets. Yes, indeed. Um, and we actually had four of the matches this week here. Uh, so, uh, let's take a quick look here. Uh, Samoa Joe actually defeated Cesaro, so... Surprising. Surprising. I, I thought it was going to be Cesaro, for sure. Yeah, we... that, But, um, yeah, I, I do see why I guess they would give it to Samoa Joe. He mm. does need to get a little bit more legitimacy behind him now. Yeah. Um, he, he needs to be rebuilt a bit. Uh, but fortunately enough, I think that was the only one that we got wrong here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there was uh, the Cedric Alexander and Sami Zayn match, uh, which obviously went towards Sami, uh, not Sami Zayn, but uh, Cedric Alexander, rather. Mm. Uh, Elias uh, did defeat Kevin Owens with some shenanigans, as we predicted. Yep. yep. And then, of course, Andrade defeated Apollo Crews in what was actually a fairly competitive match also yeah. um, uh, with some shenanigans here at the end. Mm. Um, so, uh, so far we're looking good. We're uh, if, if we're actually judging the odds here, we're at about 75%. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, and then next week's King of the Ring matches, we have Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre. Which I think we we determined it was going to be Ricochet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the Miz versus Baron Corbin, which I mean, you might as well not even advertise. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be Baron Corbin. It's probably going to be Baron I think, Corbin. I think I uh, said a hundred percent Baron Corbin. Yeah. yeah. I think you're very close to at a hundred or or near a hundred percent there. Um, but let's get to uh, the real meat of the matter here. Uh, Chad Gable taking on Shelton Benjamin on SmackDown, and then also Buddy Murphy taking on Mustafa Ali. Uh, that one's going to be an amazing match. Uh, yeah. Fingers crossed. Both of those are going to be good, good matches, but the, the Buddy Murphy-Ali match was the one I was most excited about when, we mm. first, uh, when they first unveiled this card. I know it's going to be good. I, I still have Buddy Murphy uh, to go in here. Uh, but if they do end up going with Ali, I think he could have a good run in the tournament as well. Yes, absolutely. Well, and speaking of Buddy Murphy, uh, he's actually been on quite the roll here. Mm. Uh, he had a, a great win over Daniel Bryan. Uh, he's had a, a very good match against Roman Reigns as well. Uh, what do you make of uh, Buddy Murphy right now? Man, Buddy Murphy's great, honestly. Um, I'm I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm really surprised with the push that he's getting right now, just because mm-hmm. he's not really the kind of guy that uh, Vince would normally just put out there like that, uh, especially going up against Roman Reigns and, and Daniel Bryan. Like Those are, those are two really big names, mm-hmm. and, and to give a guy like Buddy Murphy the wins over them is very surprising for me. Uh, it's, it's very out of the ordinary, I would say. It is, um, and, and I do get where you're coming from there. I think that it, it really... I mean, he was the guy who was inserted into the storyline between Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, it mm-hmm. seems. Uh, but he's really taken advantage of that opportunity and put on some great performances. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, my opinion of Buddy Murphy, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, Buddy he, Murphy's great. Yeah, he's really, really good. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm super happy about this push uh, that he's getting. I am a little, uh, I don't know, confused isn't the right word, uh, but... More so, just surprised that he's getting this kind of this kind of push and this kind of uh, you know spotlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe too much too soon. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I think I think Buddy Murphy can handle it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm really just 
just kind of just surprised that that this push is happening. I think he can I think he can handle it and I think it's going to be very good for him. I'm just surprised that the decision was made. You know what I mean? I do indeed actually. Um so yeah, it'll be a it'll be very interesting to see what happens with uh Buddy Murphy uh in the coming weeks and months mm-hmm. here. I look forward to it. Yeah, I mean I I still have him for the uh the B bracket uh winner mm-hmm. for uh King of the Ring. So okay. Okay. Yeah. Huh, 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 huh. Well then, we did talk briefly about the Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns storyline, though, just a moment ago. Yes. Right? Um, so, um, <laughs> it was revealed uh, that Daniel Bryan, uh, rather, would would uh, find who hit Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Who's been behind all these attacks, right? Is it Eric Rowan? N- no, actually. Apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently it's a man who looks just like... Like, exactly like him. (laughs) (laughs) Looks just like Eric Rowan. Yeah. Um, You know, so uh, we don't know who this mystery man is. Mm. Um, I I thought it might be his dad. I I was thinking his dad or, or like, his, his like, third cousin or something. something like that. Um, Bilfus. (laughs) Bilfus Rowan. Bilfus Rowan. Yeah. Calling it. <laughs> Calling the shot. His name's Bilfus Rowan. <laughs> you know, the, yeah, I think that'd be a fitting name for him. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, but no, I mean, so it, the SmackDown ends with the cliffhanger, and Roman Reigns is in the locker room with Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan, and then this mystery long bearded man. Bilfus Rowan. Bilfus Rowan. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, tell me, Stephen. I mean, look. Uh, I can't think of a better time to do buy or sell mm-hmm. than to do it about the Eric Rowan lookalike <laughs> and, and the whole angle, really. So, yeah. So buy or sell, Stephen, the Eric Rowan lookalike angle. Uh, I'm buying it for now. You're gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, if anything, I, like I don't know where they're going with it. Yeah. Um, if they do do a uh, a Bilfus Rowan angle. Uh, I'd be down, like <laughs> having having that guy be somehow related to Eric Rowan, yeah. and then like him and Eric Rowan like bumping heads about like, oh man, Eric Rowan's like, oh I actually you know respect Roman Reigns, and you can't be doing that, and have Bilfus be like, well, well fuck Roman. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will say I, I buy it for now. Yeah, uh, we'll see what they do with it later on. But if anything, it's pretty funny. I see your idea, yeah, and I raise you one. Okay, okay, go ahead. What if we? What if instead of it being like Eric Rowan being like, I actually respect Roman Reigns. Yeah. What if he's manipulating Bilfus into doing these things? <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, you're gonna hit him with the car, and Bilfus is like, but, but I'm wearing my Roman Reigns T-shirt. I don't. I mean, it wouldn't. Why am I gonna hit Roman Reigns? He's like my favorite wrestler. He's like, you're gonna do it, and then Bilfus is like, no, please don't stop, and then he like ties bricks to Bilfus's feet and then puts him in the car <laughs> and like pedal to the metal and <laughs> this, drives the car off a dock <laughs> dr- drives that drives the car into roman reigns's car like what they did on raw yeah yeah see i like i like the thought of eric rowan like trying to manipulate bilfus <laughs> into these attacks but bilfus being like the number one roman reigns fan in the exactly. whole world like, <laughs> i think that's great or they could even do some kind of like like hypnotizing thing maybe right. like rowan has like fucking mystical like 
supernatural powers or something like <laughs> by accident milfus yeah. has these supernatural powers yeah <laughs> i'd be down I'd he, be he down. just discovers one day that he has them he's like no you're not gonna beat up roman like that and then he like lightning comes out of his fingers <laughs> yeah yeah that's the kind of smackdown i'm in for when it comes to fox exactly <laughs> like what the fuck am i watching <laughs> like, <laughs> hey i'd be down i'd watch it I'm like, well, this show took a real big a real big step <laughs> so so what about you buy sell on this angle oh man um i think we actually ended up making it a lot better than what it currently has panned out to be um no i'm i'm, I'm actually gonna sell this here yeah I, i'm gonna sell this in the old school way of 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 selling it okay mm. okay i don't think that as much as i love this new bilfus story <laughs> right i feel like roman should have walked into the locker room and daniel bryan should have been like i found out who it is you want to know who it is and then roman's like yeah of course i want to know who it is and then like you know and then they take the sheet off and it's roman reigns <laughs> god no, I th- old man Jenkins. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, it's fine. I think that uh, you know Daniel Bryan, you know, turns around and like goes through his bag as if he's gonna like pull out some evidence or or, or whatever. Mm. Uh, and instead, he he takes out a taser and tases Roman Reigns, and, mm. he, and he's standing over him, and he's like, "How could you be so dumb? It was mm. me all along, Roman. You couldn't even figure that out." And like you know, it just. Obviously, it's Daniel Bryan. The, yeah. the, that's the story here. Is that it? It really is Daniel Bryan behind all this. I just would have liked to see him have the guts to just, or the character rather. I know Daniel Bryan doesn't give a crap. Yeah, you know, uh, the man doesn't. But you know, Daniel Bryan should have been the one just to be like, yeah, it was me. And how much more of a of a heel could you make Daniel Bryan after that? Yeah. You know, tasing him and then beating the crap out of him. Maybe even does um, kind of like another vehicular hit and run kind of a thing where they're like they're like beating Roman Reigns to the to the back and then you know Daniel Bryan gets in like a Nissan Leaf <laughs> and then like runs over Roman Reigns again. A Prius, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I think it would have been something like that, and then you would have been like, "Well, how sadistic is Daniel Bryan? Like, mm. you know, he's the biggest heel on SmackDown by a, a huge margin now because yeah. now he's he's hit Roman Reigns twice with a car, he's tased him, he's beaten him, you know, senseless. You know, I, I, that's what I would have liked. Yeah, you know, just to build Daniel Bryan more because he's been away for so long. Yeah, and you want to rebuild him, and he's now lost to Buddy Murphy. You know, so why not? Yeah, I mean, definitely, just because I feel like uh, Daniel Bryan's been kind of put on the back burner ever Mm -hmm. since he lost the WWE title. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's kind of just been, you know, around doing stuff. Uh, But he he hasn't been that that huge focal point that he was when he held the title. Um, So, yeah, that that would be a, a good way to build him up for sure, especially as, like, the biggest heel. It's a little on the nose, though. There's no suspense to it. It's just... It is. It, it it probably would come across very on the nose, especially if WWE did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if if done right, it could be good for yeah. sure. Uh, I'm just I'm very curious to see where they go with this <laughs> and with, who this mystery person is. Well, he's obviously Bilfus. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> like in my head already, he's Bilfus. So now they have to prove to me that he's not Bilfus. <laughs> So, we'll see how they do. Yeah. I've got my fingers crossed for them. Yeah. Ho- hope you guys do well. 
of course, a lot of other big news happening uh, in and around uh, wrestling this week here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, let's move on to a little bit of wordplay here, Stephen. Word, wordplay is our, our fill-in-the-blank game. Um, of course, uh, congratulations to the happy couple. I'm actually talking about Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins here. <laughs> Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins actually defeated the OC to win the Raw Tag Team titles this week. Steven, were you surprised? And what's the word on this? Uh, so yes, I am surprised. Yeah. Definitely surprised. Um, Braun and Seth as tag team champion is dumb as hell. It's so, so dumb. Is is that your word? It's dumb? Dumb. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dumb is my word. Uh, the OC is great, and, and they have a lot of room to make them even better. Putting those belts on them was a good move. And having a, a super strong faction like the OC is, is something that, that WWE could really, really benefit from right now. Yeah. Um, but instead, they they decide to just... They just decide to put the belts on Braun and Seth for no reason, uh, make the belts mean literally nothing again, and uh, completely miss their opportunity for, for the OC to be a, a really dominant faction. And, and they still have that option, but... Yeah, It's no. dumb. Um... Hmm. So Braun and Seth as tag team champions for Raw, uh, for me, is um, a bit misguided. Mm. Misguided is my word here. Okay. Um, because obviously the story here is that uh, somewhere between now and Clash of Champions, Seth and Braun are going to get into a little bit of a squabble. Mm. right? Whether they drop the titles back to the OC, whether they drop the titles to... The revival, whatever they're gonna blame each other for the loss, and that's gonna lead to the title match. I think you, uh, I think you hit it on the head there for sure. Yeah, I, I think that's what we're gonna see here is, uh, yeah, Braun and Seth, which uh, I mean, it should be an intriguing match. Yeah, I mean, um, that, that sounds like a fine match. You know, yeah. it's just this is how you want to build to that. Yeah, by by sacrificing your raw tag team title, it's something different. And we don't get a lot of title changes like that. But at the same time, like I said, misguided. Mm. Uh, this is the way that you wanted to do it, like you said. Uh, it wouldn't have been my first way. Right. 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 Um, you know, uh, could I fantasy book this? Uh, sure. But, I mean, I don't know, man. Now that you've already given it to me, it's like, well, hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean,. Sure. Yeah. Now we're just gonna wait and see how it goes. Yeah. You know? I, see. See. Now I kind of like. Now I'm like, you want me to halfway root for them now because I like both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I like both of them. All right. You know. Um. I particularly like Braun Strowman. Um. I but, will say I like Braun Strowman a little bit more than I like Seth Rollins recently. Oh. So well, there you go then. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just think uh that the OC should have kept the titles and, and have them looking real strong. Um. And you know Braun and Seth. Uh, being in a match, I'm 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 fine with that. Like that's gonna be a good match, but it uh, should be. Yeah, it should be a good match. But th- this is just a dumb way to go about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so. it's it's a it's a strange way. It's not the first time that they've done this, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I think it's just another example of we're gonna go to the well on something 
and see if it works. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, I mean, sometimes that's what wrestling's all about, I guess. You know, uh, sometimes for, for WWE, at least. Um, more Seth Rollins news, though. Yeah. M- maybe maybe more uh, personal, more, um, you know, uh, impactful news for, for Seth Rollins. Uh, he and Becky uh, Lynch are now engaged. Good for them. C- congratulations yeah. to, to Becky and Seth. You know, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, Steven, the Becky and Seth engagement is? Uh, great. For them. Yeah? Yeah. You got, you got anything else you want to throw in there for, for wordplay here? Well, I mean, no, I mean, just, it's it's good. Yeah. Con- congratulations to the two of them. Gl- okay. Glad they, uh, glad they found some, somebody. Um, yeah. keep it out of storylines, please. I don't care. Um, but, yeah, I mean, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good for no, no, seriously, good for them. I really, I, I really want the best for them. Yeah. Okay. And here is where all hell breaks loose. Oh God. Because Becky and Seth's engagement. The word here is that it's destined for storylines. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And this is, I, I, and let's be real. I don't want this to happen. Right. I really don't. But it's it's a it's a Vince McMahon owned and operated company. Yeah. Um I mean, I could as much as they don't want it, you know, to be in story, right? And I hope that Vince respects them to do that. I think Vince would want nothing more than a WrestleMania wedding again. You're so right. <laughs> Can you imagine the pageantry? Seth and Becky getting married in Tampa Bay of all places. <laughs> Why do that to them? <laughs> On a pirate boat yeah. that'll be probably propped up in the ring somewhere. And Seth Rollins wearing an eye patch. Yeah, the, the pirate uh, outfit garb, mm-hmm. uh, a, a false parrot Indeed. on his uh, a stuffed parrot on his shoulder. Uh, Becky coming down to the ring and looking like a pirate queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then they, and then they both have a pirate gimmick going yeah. forward. Yeah. And then Brock Lesnar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Dressed up as Davy Jones. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, rips through the, the, the pirate uh, yeah. the Like busts through the hole of the ship. <laughs> F5's Seth. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would have been something. Um... I mean, seriously, that's um, uh, if I was in Vince's brain, and I'm, I'm not. I hope I'm not. If he listens to this show, maybe he does. I don't know. But if I'm Vince, I'd be like, you know, that's not a bad idea, pal. Yeah, <laughs> man, the shit really writes itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, good for them. Mm-hmm. Good for them. I, I honestly, congratulations, um, Vince. Stay away from this, <laughs> from from that whole engagement. Yes, yes. I, I agree. Yeah, he. I think he should. <laughs> um, moving right along, though, Kane Velasquez. Mm. Yes, Kane Velasquez, who competed at Triple Mania not too long ago. Um, it, it has been said that he's in informal talks with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, he was spotted at uh, one of the West Coast New Japan shows uh, this this week. Um, I mean, uh, Stephen, the word here 
for Cain Velasquez, possibly in talks with New Japan. Hmm. I'm trying to think of one word other than just, like, good. I mean, it could be a phrase. It could be a whatever. We've played this game plenty of times. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, Cain uh, Velasquez in formal talks with New Japan, uh, it's good for him. Good for, for sure. him. Uh, just because, you know, I, the... The only the one and only match that I've seen him in was the match at Triple Mania, uh, which was good. It, he you know he looked a little green, uh, but still had some solid work, um, and you know getting out there and getting into multiple promotions and really being able to kind of push your limit on like the styles that you're comfortable with mm. and, and things like that is really what it's all about in the independent scene and really just like building your repertoire. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so with with him, you know, just starting out, but still looking pretty solid and having some potential. I think him going to New Japan is the right move, at least to maybe do like a show or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it being like a like a spectacle kind of thing. Like yeah. they bring maybe bring him in for some kind of um, uh, maybe some kind of match at Wrestle Kingdom. For example, yeah, you know, uh, one of the Wrestle Kingdom shows because I think that would bring a lot of uh, maybe American eyes to the New Japan product, maybe maybe some eyes from Mexico as well. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think it's possible, right? Um, you know, the the exposure is not that bad, but I wouldn't want this to be like a Kane Velasquez on the permanent New Japan roster kind right. of thing. You yeah, know, a one off I think would work. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree for sure. Um. Uh, Kane Velasquez in informal talks with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, the word for me is um, intriguing. Mm. Uh, Kane Velasquez, he's he's no spring chicken, right? Uh, but he looked great in the ring. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, um, so um, I'd be intrigued to see which Kane Velasquez New Japan actually has here, because like we saw with John Moxley. John Moxley was a completely different person in New Japan than what he was in AEW. Right. Right. Um, you know, in AEW, he seemed to be, Moxley, rather, seemed to be more, you know, hardcore, live wire kind of whatever. Uh, whereas um, in New Japan, he was presented more like, like, like a hoss, like a just like a force of nature, yeah. just like a you know a tough as nails, old school foreign heel kind of guy. Yeah, similar but different. Similar, similar but different. I yeah. think would be the best way to describe that for sure. Um, so yes, I'd be I'd be intrigued to see: Are we getting UFC fighter style Kane Velasquez, or are we going to get Luchador Kane Velasquez mm. if he does indeed show up in New Japan? Yeah, at some point. Um, and then, of course, to round this out here, just a just a wee bit, uh, a wee little bit, just a wee little bit. Uh, we have uh, wordplay here. The King of the Ring finals should be blank. Yeah, we're referring to matches here. What is your dream up match here for the King of the Ring finals at yeah. this point, Stephen? So I, I touched on it a little bit earlier, uh, but I think the finals for King of the Ring should be Ricochet. Versus Buddy Murphy, hundred mm. uh, percent. Both of those guys. I mean, obviously, Buddy Murphy's getting a huge push right now, uh, which is really good. Ricochet is also looking extremely solid because it's freaking Ricochet, and he's a force of nature. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> Ricochet is insane. And uh, King of the Ring, this King of the Ring really needs to be 
the the breakout tournament you know the 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 tournament that really highlights new up-and-coming talent and you know ricochet's been around for a little bit buddy murphy's been around for a little bit they're not necessarily like brand spanking new or whatever but in terms of putting them on the main roster in main event very very public wwe shows uh they are fairly new to that so i i think the the strongest quote-unquote new talent in this tournament is Ricochet and is Buddy Murphy. And for what I think King of the Ring needs to be, those are the two guys that need to finish it out. No, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, I would love to see Ricochet versus Buddy Murphy in the finals. I think that's a spectacular matchup yeah. and one that could steal the show on any card. Absolutely. Right? Um, but just to be a little bit different, mm. just to be a little bit different from you, I'm actually going to go with uh, the King of the Ring finals should be Cedric Alexander versus Andrade Cien Almas. Mm. Yes. Okay. Um, now, I will say this. With yours, it works out a lot better because the crowd could get behind either Ricochet or uh, Buddy Murphy, for that matter. It's, mm. a, it's, a, it's an amazing matchup, right? with a lot of uh, intangibles that crowds can get behind, and uh, either man would be a proper king, right? Um, I prefer uh, a, the king of the ring winner to be a face more mm -hmm. than I do a heel. I think there's much more to be had for that, though this time around I feel a little bit differently. Mm. I think Andrade needs to be the guy who goes over there, and we have King Andrade. Uh, he, uh, I think he could have a great match with Cedric Alexander. Uh, they would have uh, styles that uh, would mesh very well together, just like Ricochet and Andrade could work really well together, I think. Mm. Uh, but Cedric Alexander adds a little bit more uh, high-flying and excitement um, that maybe more modern Ricochet we're seeing a little bit of a departure from here. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would like to see Cedric Alexander really push the limits with Andrade. I think, is this a, a likely King of the Ring finals? No. But I do think that this would be uh, a very good one to have. I mean, I would also say as, as another possible matchup, Ricochet versus Andrade would be very, very good as well. a fantastic match. Yeah. yeah. Plus you would have those heel-face dynamics that we're talking about. For sure. Yeah. So, Maybe a little meat in the middle there between our two ideas. Yeah. Who knows? But I really, seriously, Andrade versus, not Andrade, but um, uh, Ricochet, Buddy Murphy. Yeah. That That'd need, be a killer match. That needs to happen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Would love to see that. And then to the meat of this episode here, mm. you know, where, where, the, where the pastrami meets the bread. I see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have, of course, the big news of the week here. NXT is coming to Wednesday nights on USA. Yeah. Two-hour two show, so it will be a longer format than what NXT uh, is currently presented in now. Mm -hmm. uh, you do have the option for Thursday replays of NXT. So the concerns that you had previous to this here uh, are quelled quite a bit because you, you will be able to go and watch NXT on WWE Network on Thursday. Okay. Immediately following. Right on. Um, this, that, that's fantastic, actually. Yes. That's really great. Um, the best news, in my opinion, is that this actually, uh, part of the deal here is WWE is actually making a pretty decent chunk of money off of uh, NXT coming to USA. 
which means hopefully, fingers crossed, because they are now a profitable part of a WWE's repertoire, uh, <laughs> repertoire. Uh, now that they are a, a financially viable part of WWE, maybe they could actually pay the wrestlers more over yeah. in, in the developmental place. The, the ones who, who really and truly deserve it, like Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, uh, all of Undisputed Era, really, Matt Riddle, Velveteen, the, Velveteen. Pete Dunne. Yeah, these are guys. Yeah, well, Pete Dunne probably. Yeah, I mean, these are guys that you would want to hang on to long term, Mm -hmm. uh, because um, these are your these are really the soldiers that you have in this war with AEW. Really. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, it's very intriguing. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's a lot to unpack here. Um, I'm both very excited and very worried uh, in in some aspects. Um, I mean. I don't know. I, I think my worry is is outweighing my excitement right now, mm. uh, just because with, with it becoming bigger and, and more, uh, what's the word? Like more connected to like public facing WWE. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm afraid that they're going to want to turn it into Raw or SmackDown. You know, and and, mm. and kind of go away from what honestly got nxt here and and that's really great wrestling and very good storylines um and and if some of the wwe creative gets their hands on that uh and and really tries to you know do their own thing with it it's gonna lose what nxt is you know and i think that even though there's that concern i do um the logistics of it, as much as there are people out there who say, like, okay, well, you know, it's it's impossible for Vince not to have his paws on it. And you're right. It's it's impossible for Vince not to want to have his paws on it, right? I get that aspect of it. But, again, just to reiterate, he, he he's going to be uh, – it's going to be almost physically impossible, for him to do Raw, do SmackDown, fly out to NXT on Wednesday to drop by the show, and then to have to, you know, uh, then with all this XFL stuff that started, I mean, we just got the debut of all eight teams on the roster for mm. XFL. All eight. Oh, um, man. <laughs> uh, you know, they, he's got that going on into 2020. There's so much stuff. Yeah. Right? Where in Vince's calendar is it that he's going to stop by NXT on a Wednesday for a taping? I don't know, man, but I feel like if it's that important to him, we'll make time. Perhaps. You know? Maybe so. I don't know. But there is a big part of me that um, maybe I am cautiously optimistic here. Mm. But I feel as though... I feel as though Triple H is going to have a lot more control over NXT and what happens mm-hmm. than what we think there will be. At first, at least. At right. least at first. I think they'll he'll be able to run it like Paul Heyman runs Raw. Mm-hmm. And if Vince feels like the ship needs to be righted in whatever particular way he, he wants it to be, it will happen. And it will be to the detriment of NXT, unfortunately, mm. if Vince decides it needs to go that way. But... I I feel a bit more optimistic than most that NXT will be okay. 
See, I'd like to be optimistic for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I really would. Um, I know it's going to be, it's going to be fine. It, it, NXT isn't going to go down in a burning ball of fire, you know? Yeah. It, I, I know that. Uh, I just really hope that it, it stays what NXT is, you know, and, yeah. and doesn't, doesn't start to bring a lot of these just weird like reality tropes that some of the main events or main roster stuff has. And so I don't know well, one thing that, that is kind of interesting to me. Um, and, and I'd like to get your opinion on it yeah. is, you know, NXT has always been the development league or development promotion for, for WWE. Yeah. And even before it was, even before when it was like a reality TV show, it's always been about the development of new talent for main roster WWE. Yeah. With this having its own time slot every single week on USA right next to Raw, um, NXT is its own brand now. It, mm-hmm. It's it's pretty much its own, like, there is no main roster WWE. Right. NXT is just another arm of WWE now. Yeah. So I'm curious what you think uh, will come of that in terms of like call-ups, call-downs, uh, uh, when they're acquiring new talent, where do they go? Things like that. Um, And that's a good question, right? I mean, let's be honest. I really do think... Um, you know, and this is and this shouldn't be a spoiler or a surprise to anybody, but I really do think a talent like the Street Profits, I think their time is almost up on NXT, mm-hmm. right? Because they're just so they're shown so often on Raw now that it's impossible, you know, for them not to be called up to Raw soon, mm-hmm. right? Um, as far as it being developmental, I think it should still be a developmental place, right? You will still see guys developing and training and doing all this kind of stuff and i i do think it's possible uh very possible actually that you might see uh either guys move up or move or or, uh, i shouldn't say move up because it's not really even that anymore lateral move in fact yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's a lateral move and if anything um in my professional opinion uh, this might actually be a move down if you're moving from NXT to, to Raw or SmackDown. Even though you might be at a bigger audience here, um, the import- probably bigger pay rate too. Yeah, I mean the importance in the eyes of WWE uh, executives is okay. Well, if it, the Vince wants to have this war, then that means that NXT needs to be the one that's propped up best, mm-hmm. right? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm maybe I'm right. I don't know, but. Um, I do think that, you know, over time you could possibly see, you know, uh, let's take a guy like Keith Lee, for example. Mm-hmm. If Keith Lee really hit it out of the park for a, a, a six months, a year, whatever, and they decide, you know what, maybe, you know, maybe we can plan something out for him and Braun Strowman on Raw mm-hmm. or, you know, him and Roman Reigns on SmackDown, whatever, right? You know, then maybe... Maybe he could be over there, you know, uh, maybe he could be moved up. In the same token, I think that they should really examine and see, like, okay, well, you know, uh, you know Ricochet's kind of cooled off, or we're really not doing anything with Aleister Black. Maybe we should move them back to Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to need to re-examine a lot of those moves that they've made recently and determine whether or not they're actually working out. Aleister Black, I mean, again... <sighs> Maybe it's just because I'm such a, a hardcore fan of his. I just don't see how you just drop the ball on him like that. Yeah. On SmackDown, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
he's a guy who you could really get behind in NXT on Wednesday nights. Same with Ricochet. You know, those guys would, you know, going back there would be awesome. Take, <laughs> oh my gosh, get rid of the Viking experience crap and put them back on NXT mm-hmm. as the War Raiders, mm-hmm. right? You can, you can, if you take just those four guys and put them back in NXT, it would be fantastic. Yeah. You know, uh, especially when you have uh, <laughs> Matt Riddle, you know, Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Gargano, Ciampa, Keith Lee, Don, uh, Donovan uh, Dijakovic. You know, <laughs> they they are riddled throughout with talent. Mm-hmm. Now you have guys like um, uh, the former ACH, you know, uh, who just won the NXT uh, breakout, you know, tournament, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, Cameron Grimes, the former Trevor Lee, right? He's there now. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of great talent. Yeah. Use it. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's just going off of, you know, a bigger uh, – hurdle with with WWE and the the fact that they have just a a huge, huge breadth of talent. Just just a crazy, crazy roster of a lot of really, really talented people that are underutilized. And, um, I mean, I just don't want NXT to be like, oh, we're not using that guy. Push him over there. You know? And I I think they're going to have to really evaluate what kind of wrestlers fit what kind of show they're trying to 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 be put on right well, you know and 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 to that further point what are they what masters are they going to serve on that brand right what in the hell is eric bischoff going to do with alistair black right he eric bischoff has no track record of being able to book somebody like alistair black mm-hmm. he didn't even book sting properly right so i mean again he, Triple H developed these guys in a, in a way he created their character with them, mm-hmm. right? He's been with them since the beginning. That needs to that that needs to be what happens here. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with that for sure. The the only problem I have is like like I said, I NXT being the development league, I think adds a weird wrench into this whole thing. Because if they do want to continue that dynamic of mm. NXT being the development league where, where people go there to you know get their feet underneath them or, or whatever, where does that lead them or where does that leave them rather uh, once they do have their feet underneath them? Well, you know what, what are these mm. what are the NXT guys working for? So, you know because the, the story or story, quote unquote, yeah. with a lot of the NXT guys is you know getting built up and being shifted to the main roster when when you get rid of that some of it is yeah i mean when you when you get rid of that what are you left with and and i would i would love for nxt to not be the quote-unquote development league anymore and have it be i don't even know like like i can't think of the word so uh, let me help you out yeah there's a particular theory that i subscribe to and um what the how valid is this um i think it's a, it's i think it's fairly uh, possible mm-hmm. maybe even likely um that NXT no longer becomes the developmental right like you said earlier it's now the third arm mm-hmm. 
right? We we have to entrust it to be able to compete with AEW because let's be honest, work rate wise, it's the only thing that's going to be able to compete with AEW. Yeah. If you're going to try and put AEW up against Raw, Raw's going to get crushed. Yeah. Right. SmackDown's going to get crushed. Um, I think that what you might end up seeing is again a reevaluation of these needs here, right? Like you know, again, an Alistair Black or a Ricochet or uh, War Raiders, uh, you know, a reshuffling there where they come back to NXT, right? Where they're needed in this war mm-hmm. uh, on Wednesday nights, um, and uh, possibly. Uh, what you could do is, um, since Evolve is so close with WWE, and it's likely that you'll probably see them on the WWE Network again in the not-too-distant future, mm-hmm. make Evolve the developmental. Yeah. 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 Part Partner with them and be like, I mean, because they're already technically developmental. They, yeah. are, they are the stepping stone between the independents and WWE at this point because mm-hmm. they're so fairly close together. Even Kushida was at Evolve. Not too long ago, like mm. just uh, just just this week, so I mean, uh, you really could just realign that, and I mean progress probably too. Let's be honest, mm-hmm. progress. I mean, you could send some developmental guys over to to England for a year and work in progress, you know, and then figure out whether you want to put them in NXT UK or if you want to bring them up to any of the three main rosters now. We have three main rosters at this point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I actually really do like that idea because it takes the it, it takes the the weight off of NXT, you know, and, and just lets it breathe and lets it be its own thing. Because I, I think if they do continue with this whole developmental uh, brand thing, it's going to be to the detriment of NXT. Because if they continue that and and really try to drive it home. It's gonna sound like a lesser product than AEW, mm-hmm. you know, because, and obviously people who watch NXT like us, we know it's not a lesser product. Yeah. We, we know Adam Cole's great, Gargano, Champa. We know all these people are fantastic, but it's just the perception of it. Mm-hmm. When when you call it a developmental league, people are like, "Oh, it's B grade." Yeah, you know, and and so if they continue with that, it's gonna be really to the detriment of NXT. Well, and and really NXT is anything but the B brand, yeah, right? Absolutely. Right? Like in all actuality, it's probably the A brand between all of them. It's it's the one that's actually the one most worth watching. It's definitely, I, 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 I agree know. with that opinion for sure. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I mean, yeah. In terms of quality wise, yes. Uh, that's that's just how I feel. Um. But at the same time. You know, um, we've been throwing around this term all year, us, the wrestling community on Twitter, insiders, everybody. Yeah. The term super indie, Mm. you know, um, AEW itself is a quote unquote super indie. Yes, it's its own company, but it has partnerships with other uh, companies all throughout the world and, you know, Co-ops in with you know AAA and co-ops in with uh, talent sharing and yeah OWE yeah all this so I mean uh, that's essentially what both NXT and AEW are I wouldn't I wouldn't expect NXT to back off any further in trying to hunt for the for all of the independent talent that it can sign up and and you know sign up the top dollar ones and put them onto NXT. Mm-hmm. Right, um, that's that's just what I fully expect out of Vince McMahon, 
and Triple H for that matter. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, whoever is going to come out of this Wednesday night, you know, it's, it's, I mean, we're going to have a great time. The, the real winners is, are the fans. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Cause now you've got two great shows on Wednesday and you got to make some tough decisions. Mm-hmm. And speaking of tough decisions here, Steven. Yes. I have a little game for you here. Okay. All right. Uh, as we noted with, uh, last week's episode, uh, we have this game called what are the odds? <laughs> I forgot you made that sound last week. <laughs> um, so, uh, in this week's What Are the Odds, Stephen, you have the spotlight here, okay? Mm, okay. So, how we're going to play this is, uh, we're going to give Stephen various scenarios of what are the odds that Stephen would change the channel if he saw something on AEW or NXT television. Okay. Yeah. So you got to be you got your remote control here, Stephen? I, I got it. All right, cuz you're get ready to do some channel surfing here. Yep. Okay. All right. So, uh and then Stephen, you're going to give us a percentage on what would make you change this change the channel if to, if you saw something here. Okay. Like okay? from NXT to AEW. Yeah, so I'll I'll just start off a scenario here and okay. we'll kind of just ramble on, okay? okay. Yeah. All right. All right, so we're starting off here. St- Steven, tune in here. All right, what, what are you what are you tuning into first? <sighs> Gonna be honest, man, I'm tuning into AEW first. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Steven tunes into AEW here, and uh, your opening segment here. Yeah. Okay. Is gonna be you have new world heavyweight champion Hangman Adam Page cuts a promo. Okay. Okay. And then gets attacked by Kaz XL. Are you are you staying in, Steven? Uh, how long is this segment? Oh, it's about five minutes. Five minutes yeah, of, he's... of Kaz beating him down. Yep. After Adam Page cuts a promo. What's the first match on NXT that night? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You gotta give me a percentage and I'll tell you. Um That's probably like a sixty percent chance that I'm changing the channel. Okay. Yeah. So so you've got your button primed here. Mm-hmm. You're changing the channel. Boop. Okay, Steven yeah. tunes into NXT. Yeah. All right, and the opening match here is, um, well, okay. So Adam Cole is out cutting a promo, and Tommaso Ciampa comes back and challenges Adam Cole. I'm watching it. You're, you're gonna. I'm stay, watching all of it. You're, you're staying here, so zero percent chance that you're changing the channel. Zero percent chance. Okay. Yeah. So Champa cuts his promo. Blah 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 blah. He's challenging for the, the title at Takeover. Yeah. Whatever. I'm so down for this so yeah. far. Yeah. yeah. Okay. NXT, you're winning these wars so far. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. All right. So far, so good. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Steven's keeping on the channel here. The first match of the night is a squash match between the War Raiders and two local jobbers. Uh, I'll probably continue watching. Uh, I'd, I'd give that about maybe a 20, 20 to 30% chance that I change the channel. That you change the channel? Yeah. Okay. Big fan of War Raiders. Okay. Um, <laughs> after the squash match, we are seen backstage where Vince McMahon is talking to Velveteen Dream. Oh, God. And insults him deeply. Says he'll never make it on the main roster. That That's a very high percentage that I change the channel. Uh, and 
and it, it, it's not even really what Vince says. It's just the fact that he's on air. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm gonna go about a about a seventy percent chance. Seventy percent chance that I change the channel if I see Vince McMahon. Okay. Yeah. So so note this here, listeners. Stephen is turned off completely by Vince on NXT television. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Good deal. So let me change right. the channel real quick. All right, good deal. He changed the channel here. Mm. All right, he's back on TNT. Mm. All right, and uh, you tune in here. Second match of the night on AEW's television. The first match of the night. Uh, Man, unfortunately, Stephen, you really missed out. Oh, man, what was the first match? The opening match was actually Pac versus Phoenix. Son of a bitch. I know. Crazy, right, bro? Damn it. Hey. And, and I'm here watching Vince McMahon <laughs> insult Velveteen Dream. Damn I, it. I know. It's okay. But but hey, you're in luck, though. Okay. 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 Uh, because the next match here on the card is actually Pentagon versus John Moxley. Oh, snap. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm staying. You're staying. I'm on staying here. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So zero percent chance you're turning. Zero percent chance. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. Okay. Uh. Um. So. Uh. Pentagon Junior wins. Uh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Package pile driver. The match goes. Oh, I would say about uh, near twenty minutes. So it's it was an epic. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. So now we're around the you know the thirty minute mark here. Okay. Okay. Um. Man, a 20-minute epic for the second match on the card. I know. Nice. Nuts, right? AEW's doing it big. Yeah, you scored. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Kenny Omega then comes out and challenges uh, Pentagon for a number one contendership spot against Adam Page. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so it's a triple threat, you said? Or or no, it's Kenny versus Pentagon Yes. for the number one contender. Yes. I'm staying for that as okay. well. Zero okay. percent chance. Okay. So so yeah. So you you stay there for the promo. I'm staying. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, next match on the card here uh, is uh, we have. Let me see here. Da, 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 da. I'm just gonna pull up my notes here and see what's yeah. gonna make you change the channel here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this uh, is actually Tanner trying to make me hate both of these shows. <laughs> Uh, the next match on the card is actually uh, the Young Bucks versus the Dark Order. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll I will most likely stay for that. Uh, okay. I like the Young Bucks. Uh, Dark Order's decent. Um, thirty uh, percent chance that I change the channel. Thirty percent chance, depending on the the momentum of the match and how long it goes. Yeah. The finishes are they uh, each team continuously low blows each other in basically a circle pattern. So they just keep low blowing each other until they hit the melter driver. And uh, how the young how many do. minutes into the match is that? Uh, that's going to be about uh, I would say eight minutes in. Eight minutes in. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I got now it. this. This is not something that would realistically happen, right? I guess, right. On AEW programming. No, I got uh, I got Pentagon versus Moxley for the second match. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on AEW. I'm not okay. not enjoying this too much. I, I'd say maybe about a forty percent, fifty percent chance that I that I change the channel after that. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you're 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 keeping around. I'm keeping around, board. but you're losing me. Okay, yeah. Okay, uh, we're then taken to the back here. We're at about the uh, forty-five minute mark. Okay, right now. All right, and we see Cody Rhodes on the phone. He's talking to somebody. He keeps using their name, Scott. 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 Uh, you know, and uh, um, let me see here. 
uh, Cody Rhodes then gets off the phone and he looks over at his wife, Brandy, who is then petting the dog on the couch. You still staying on the channel, Steven? I'm confused. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not booking this correctly, by the way. Uh, I'm confused. <laughs> um, I'm, I want to go see what NXT's doing. Okay. Cool. Yeah, uh, I, I'm confused. You're not giving me much to, to watch. <laughs> so, uh, 70% chance that I change the channel and go see what NXT's up to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Steven changes the channel. Mm. All right. Um, good news. Uh-huh. Uh, you avoided actually seeing... Um, uh, uh, Trevor Lee uh, get absolutely destroyed by Keith Lee. Mm. They have not found out that they are brothers yet. <laughs> okay. 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 Good thing I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, the good news here, mm. Stephen, the next match up here, uh, halfway through the evening, uh, we actually get a reunited ha- hashtag DIY. Oh shit! First time ever taking on Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Zero percent chance I'm changing the channel. Yeah, you're gonna give me that match. You're gonna watch this. I'm absolutely watching that match. Right. Yeah. Well, good news. It, it is also about a 15 minute long epic match. Nice. Which is uh, turns out to be great. Tommaso Ciampa gets the pinfall victory here. To be expected. To very be expected. Good. Yes. Yeah. Very very nicely. Yeah. He is then proceeded to be attacked by Adam Cole. Uh, after the match and adam cole there's a lot of spots where he's using crutches to uh, be applied towards uh, tomaso champa's neck Mm. are you feeling too uncomfortable to change the channel uh no no they're setting up something big i'm good okay i'm good good. i'm staying staying with this one here okay good deal um we get a segment backstage where io shirai is actually spotted beating up candace LeRae in a parking lot huh Okay, um, yeah, I mean it, it's not uh not what I want to see necessarily, but uh, yeah. I'll stick around. Maybe a thirty percent chance I change the channel. Okay, we'll, we'll see what else they got. Okay, yeah, okay. So you're sticking around. The main event of the evening is announced at this point here. Okay, okay. Uh, Velveteen Dream told Vince that he wants to prove himself on the roster. Okay, so he's putting up the uh, North American Championship on the line against. Who he said was the baddest man in all of NXT, Matt Riddle. Oh, I'm staying for that's, that. That's your main event? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the next segment, though, is a um, uh, two developmental talents that they've just brought up. They just wanted to try them out and see how they are on TV. See if either one of them gets over. Uh, 50% chance, probably. Okay. 50% that you're going to stick around, or you want to change the channel right now? I mean, 50% chance that I change the channel. Uh, honestly. Okay, so... Yeah. But, well, I mean, it's 50-50, Steven. Yeah. Are you yeah. staying or are you going? Uh, I'm going. going. I'm going to see what AEW's doing. Okay. Yeah. okay. I, I'll I'll, uh, I'll tune back for that main event. All right, fantastic. Yeah. All right, good deal. So, Steven switches the channel back over, and we are uh, about an hour and a half in here to AEW programming. Okay. Right? How are you liking it so far? Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Both? Yeah. 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 They're all right. I mean, I saw Vince on NXT, so that kind of <laughs> sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, you have a difficult decision to make here, okay? Okay. All right. Because uh, the man on the phone that, uh, uh, that Cody Rhodes was talking to, mm-hmm. Scott actually turned out to be... Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. I knew you were gonna fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, 
uh, Cody has enlisted Scott Steiner's help to to beat up Sean Spears, as Cody uh, is is now injured. Uh, he uh, Sean Spears shattered Cody's kneecap. Jesus. Yeah, in their match at All Out. Okay. Uh, so. He, Cody needs some backup. He's enlisted the help of Big Papa Pump. So we see Scott Steiner arriving at the building. Okay. He's he's like in his 60s at this point. Like 50s probably. <laughs> is he still like jacked oh, Have you seen pictures of Scott Steiner recently? Not recently. He is still jacked. I need to see this. Yeah. Hold on. Okay, so, so Scott Steiner it's, has been enlisted by Cody Rhodes. Like as a bodyguard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm changing the channel. Okay. Uh, I'm changing the channel. All right. So Steven's changing the channel back here to NXT. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. Goddamn. Yeah. He is he's, still, he's, he's still, still, still huge. He's still very yeah, huge. Yeah. Scott Steiner's still big. Yeah. Um, so you've changed the channel back over. Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle has just started. Perfect. Okay. So you're in. Oh, I'm in. Zero yeah. percent chance. I'm, I'm watching that for oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. I, I hope you like it. I will. Um, so uh, this match also went for about 30 minutes. They really let the, the, the shoestrings go here. Nice. Okay. What do you think the finish is here, Steven? Uh, Riddle probably goes over, honestly. You think so? Yeah. You think there's a title change? Gets that title off of him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, unfortunately, Steven, uh, the end of the show is because Vince... Uh, was crossed by Velveteen Dream, mm. and Vince feels very harshly about what Matt Riddle has said about Goldberg. Vince actually brings out Brock Lesnar to F5 both Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle, uh, and then just, you know, beats them up both. I'm changing the channel. Okay, are you sure? Because this does set up the Brock Lesnar-Matt Riddle angle for later at WrestleMania weekend. Good for them. Get Brock Lesnar out of my NXT. <laughs> okay. I'm changing the channel. Well, AEW, whatever you got, is better than that. Okay, well, I have some good news here for you, Steven. Okay. okay. Uh, because in the main event tonight, Adam Page uh, was actually right in the middle of defending the title here. Mm. The, the AEW World Heavyweight Championship uh, was being defended uh, against um, do, 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 who do I have here? A rematch against Chris Jericho. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, uh, Adam Page wins clean. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm staying. You're staying I'm on. I'm staying. Here. Yeah. So that, that was the main event. Yeah. Okay. That's so, good. So you started on AEW. You mm-hmm. changed the channel a few times, but mm-hmm. you ended up back on AEW. Yeah. Yeah. NXT's doing some fucking weird shit right now. <laughs> So, yeah, AEW seemed to win that night, at least. Okay. Yeah. Is there something that you would want AEW or NXT to do differently the next week? Uh, AEW, uh, leave Scott Steiner at home. Uh, I, I don't need him. Uh, you, you can keep him. You can keep him home. Don't need that. Yeah. Um, you seem to have tuned into NXT for the the most part. Like it was yeah. you, it was longer. Well, there's some good matches. Yeah, some good matches. Yeah. Um, and then NXT keep Vince and Brock out out of the show. Th- okay. Those are my two complaints. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we've we've touched on something interesting here because I mm-hmm. think a lot of the, a lot of fans 
would would feel that way, mm-hmm. right? And AEW, let's be honest, they have done some weird shit before too. Absolutely, with the librarian stuff, the the librarian stuff, the uh, Cody with the sledgehammer on the throne. Yeah, that was some weird stuff. Okay, yeah. so we've 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 kind of touched some vitals here on things that they've done differently, and uh, you know, uh, this does go to show. You know, uh, keep your keep your remotes close by, folks. Keep your peepers peeled. Keep your peepers peeled. Yep. Uh, and and use that DVR option if you have it. Yes. Yes. Honestly, probably what I'm going to be doing is uh, tuning into AEW on Wednesdays on mm-hmm. TNT and uh, watching the replay on uh, Thursday for mm-hmm. NXT, just so I can make sure that I keep that I can watch both of them. Well, and it's interesting that you note that because a lot of people feel that way and some people um, you know, particularly experts in the TV field uh, feel that uh, that could possibly be detrimental to WWE. If NXT is mean, yeah. not a success on its live tapings, you know, then you know what what really is the use for putting them on USA? Right, you right. Know? Well, so. I I mean AEW doesn't have a streaming service, so this is true. If they were to have a streaming service, then I would be able to pick. You know that oh, this Wednesday I I think I'm gonna watch NXT. Oh, this Wednesday I'm gonna watch AEW. I'll I'll catch NXT later. You know, but with a with them not having a streaming service, I have no option but to catch it on Wednesday. Say that you're a passionate WWE fan mm. and you want NXT to succeed, right? against AEW mm-hmm. on these Wednesday Night Wars. Would you feel as though having the replay is uh, on WWE Network the day after, it, would you feel as though that's detrimental or hurting AEW, or uh, NXT, rather? Um, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, if AEW had a streaming service and, and it was an all-level playing field, no. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, it, it just gives uh, fans another avenue to watch it. Uh, but... You know, I, I think there's a lot of people in my same camp that are going to be watching AEW Wednesday and catching NXT on Thursday. Mm. And uh, I think a lot of the hardcore fans that want to catch both of them are going to be doing that. Mm. So I I really appreciate it that they are doing that. But there there's really no reason that you have to catch it on Wednesday now. Okay. You know? Well, good. I, I think we had a good time experimenting here think so with too. these scenarios, Stephen. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting war. It will be. And yeah. I'm very much looking forward to seeing how all this is going to go down. Uh, but that leaves us with only one thing left here, Stephen. Indeed. That leaves us here with, of course, our closing segment, If Wishes Were Fishes. Under the sea. Under the sea. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Stephen was dancing like a like a crab right there yep. for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> So, on this week's version of If Wishes Were Fishes, uh, the game, of course, as always, is pretty simple. We each take turns making wishes, and uh, the other grades them in terms of fishes. Oh, snap. Oh, yes. (laughs) So, Steven, do you want to start, or do you want me to start here? Yeah. Yeah, I can start. Okay. Go Um, for it, man. My number one wish. Number one. Number um, numero uno. Yeah. Leading up to these Wednesday night wars with NXT and AEW is that Vince stays far away. <laughs> far, far away from NXT. And uh, just lets Triple H do his thing. Let's, let's him continue to do 
what has got NXT to where it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, obviously, that is in the hearts and minds of all WWE and NXT fans. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, I have no choice but to give you the prized Megalodon fish for that one. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of an easy cop-out wish, sorry, yeah. but I'll take the Megalodon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, uh, we all hope that Vince perhaps stays far, far away from NXT, and just uh, NXT rides it out and becomes what it needs to be. Mm. They, pro- they probably have the best creative team and best creative controls of all the wwe brands so i mean i really can't blame you here um i really hope it stays far away yeah mm-hmm. and uh what do you got for me uh so this is also a cop-out answer because i kind of uh uh, uh teased it a little bit here in our previous segment mm-hmm. but i really do think that um on the first nxt on usa we get the return of tommaso Ciampa, mm-hmm. and they put him over the commentary team you know, they make it like a huge moment so that Tommaso Ciampa looks like a huge star, yeah. which he deserves to be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he is a huge star, yeah. but really making that very public, yes. it, it would be a huge step for him for sure. Mm. Um, I'm a huge Tommaso Ciampa fan. He's probably my favorite wrestler. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm really, I was really, really sad when he left. So I'd be super down for that. Um for you, I'm going to give you four redfin pickerel fish. Ooh. Yeah. I like those. Yeah. They're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, Your man. final wish, Steven. Yeah. Yeah. My final wish here. Um, WWE never, ever in a million years even mentions that Seth and Becky are engaged. Hmm. Interesting. If wishes were fishes. If wishes were fishes. Nope. Well, that would kind of throw away my whole wedding angle. Um, um that's fine with me. <laughs> Sorry, Tanner. Oh, I'm totally fine with my, that. My dreams are crushing. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I, I think that with all respect here, I think everybody kind of wants that to happen. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, so, um, I hope that they can go somewhere nice and tropical and have a, a nice honeymoon, wedding, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And in light of that, I would like to give you four mahi-mahis. Because mm. they'll probably have a lot of it if yeah. they were to have a, a runaway wedding. I like that. Yeah. I'll take them. Yeah. Thanks, Tanner. You're, you're very welcome. <laughs> um, if wishes were fishes, mm-hmm. right? Um, and again, just kind of going back to a little bit of what we talked about here uh, in our previous segment. Uh, I would hope that no um, quote-unquote current main roster talent, um, uh, like there's that, like there's no crossover of of talents between the the rosters anymore, right? Once mm. once NXT gets established, and once Fox uh, heads over or um, SmackDown heads over to Fox, uh, this whole wild card rule crap goes away for good. Yeah. Right. Um, no Roman Reigns on NXT, no Seth Rollins going to SmackDown, no Kofi Kingston going to Raw. Mm-hmm. It, it all ends there. NXT, once NXT gets solidified on USA, that's it. Kaput. Done. Stop it. Get, you know, just keep everything the way it is that you already have it. The only exception being, let's call the talent like Alistair Black, Ricochet, and the War Raiders. Let's get those three talents back over to NXT, 
and then see where we go from there. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that that wish is perfect. I mean, honestly, the the wild card rule is the dumbest thing ever, mm-hmm. and it's not even really a rule. It, like they're they're using that as a way to explain continuity errors, mm-hmm. and, and it's really bothering me. Yes, you know, uh, I, I do agree. SmackDown wrestlers should be on SmackDown, Raw on Raw, NXT on NXT. Uh, it, it just muddles the waters and makes it mm-hmm. confusing as hell. So I'm giving you a coveted Megalodon for that because I, I agree wholeheartedly with that wish. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I will make one more abridged statement as mm-hmm. part of that wish here. I do wish to see, since, again, the NXT UK stuff is taped in advance, I would like to see more of uh, British Strong Style. Mm. Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate. Trent Seven, I want to see that as a stable on USA Weekly. On NXT, yeah. Yeah, on NXT. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. So, uh, just a little quick amendment you, to my you can get a little, You can get a little baby Megalodon Meg- for that one. Look, look at that. And yeah. it's got a mustache. Yeah. Look at that. That's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Steven, do you have anything else for our kind listeners this week? I don't think so, man. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to be very busy this weekend. Yes. <laughs> Watching lots of wrestling. Yes, I agree. I'm, I'm also going to be very busy. Mm. Um, but uh, until then, folks, uh, if you enjoyed what you heard today, uh, please be kind. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And also, if you want to help Headlock Talk grow and develop, and, and we certainly do appreciate all the grassroots listening here, uh, definitely continue to check us out and give us a rating on, and review on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts, because the more that uh, we can get that, the more that uh, we can develop and grow and make more time to produce more content, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, it definitely gets our profile up and out there, and you know that's really how these podcasts like ours grow. Yep. Uh, we also ask that you keep tuning into Brain Buster Radio, uh, if not every day, then at least on Tuesdays, where you'll find more headlock talk. Yep. But no, in, in all seriousness, Brain Buster Radio is great, and listen to the daily drops that you get from all content creators, not not just ourselves, but uh, great ones like Unscripted, uh, the, the Queen and Pup Connection on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. Badlands on Thursdays, uh, and then you've got uh, some... Uh, Wrestling Reverb on Fridays, EPW with Conrad on Saturdays, and then Wrestle Thoughts on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, definitely just you know uh, check that out. Give them a rating as well if you'd be so kind. And then of course, uh, you know if you're a wrestling T-shirt company, a uh, a podcast platform uh, like Podbean, uh, which we are on. Uh, if you are um, you know in the wrestling community or in the you know just out there needing some advertisement done, you want to get uh, Stephen and I to do some work for you. Yeah, we take business inquiries. Just hit us up online, headlocktalk at gmail.com. We'd yep. love to hear from you. Uh, and uh, as always, you can also find us on Twitter at Headlock Talk. So stay tuned for there where you can find new episodes, uh, new content. You can just hit us up and talk to us. You can also find our link tree on, on our yeah. Twitter in our in our bio so you can see all of uh, pretty much everywhere that we upload to. Yeah, just yep. click on that link tree. You'll find where we're at. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. So uh, without further ado, I'm, of course, the Texas Gentleman, Tanner Pruitt. And as always... My right-hand man, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Thanks, guys. All right, listeners, 
Y'all have yourselves a great rest of the week, and thank you very much for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Later. Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts, we focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. I'm a cover girl. I'm a cover girl. I'm a cover girl too, because I use CoverGirl Simply Ageless Liquid Foundation, America's number one anti-aging foundation brand. Simply Ageless is skincare and makeup in one. It instantly reduces the look of wrinkles and even skin tone. With hyaluronic complex and vitamin C for plump skin and a healthy youthful glow. So be a cover girl like me. And me. And get better skin at any age. Try Simply Ageless Liquid Foundation from easy, breezy, beautiful CoverGirl. Cover girl.